Hey everyone, welcome back to the Winner's Circle. I'm Derek. And I'm Cody. And we are here covering the Triple Viction for Big Brother 10. Uh, we, we, As we always do, we're going to cover the whole week, although there's a lot to cover just in the Triple Eviction. So yeah. we're going to go a little faster tonight on the episodes preceding the Triple Eviction. But before we get into it, Cody has something to tell you that I don't think he's ever told you before. Yeah, so I don't know if you guys have been listening to our podcast, and if you haven't and this is your first time, we need you to subscribe to the channel. It's right, look up the Winter Circle, subscribe, hit that subscribe button, and then right next to it, there's this little bell. Turn on those bell notifications and turn it on for all so that you know every time we drop a video, when we go live, because there's a lot of stuff coming up. We are getting ramped up for... Big Brother US season 24, which is going to be a huge season. We're going to have a live feed correspondent. We're going to be doing a lot more coverage. So if you don't want to miss anything on this channel, turn on all for those notifications. And if you are listening to audio, please give us a five-star review and leave a comment if you feel we deserve it. We really appreciate all the support. We are growing with you and we love having you all and love that you all are commenting. And I hope you're enjoying the little back and forth we had with Big Brother US versus Big Brother Canada, because that was a really fun episode. And if you haven't seen it, get to the end or go back to our videos and click into that one. I was literally just about to say that and you beat me to it. So that's, that's why we're on the same page. Yeah. Always. That episode was great. Came out, came out this morning, right? As came we're out, recording uh, this. One o'clock, yeah. Through. So for you guys, it'll probably be yesterday, but definitely check it out. It's a fun one. We do cover a little BB 10, uh, BB can 10 in there, but it's mostly about this, you know, theoretical us versus Canada competition. It was pretty cool. So yeah. Without further ado, let's get right into it. We start the week. Most of you already know Marty wins HOH. And yep. right there, you, you know, it's going to be an interesting week because Marty uh, has been very emotional all season long. This was no different. He wins. He's, you know, it's kind of like a somber thing where Betty loses her mind. She's really upset that she lost. She's very emotional. Marty doesn't even know what to do. He's kind of standing off yeah. to the side and he's like, all right, I'm not going to say much, but then he gets to his room and he starts thinking about it. He's like, that's three in a row. That's the hat trick. You know, he gets all jacked up. he gave up, the so. whole, like, you know, it bothered him that people were all like somber because he was like, it's like a funeral out there that I want HOH. And you could see once something bothers Marty, there's no way that he can turn it. And and I didn't real realize this, but he's a hockey coach. So he must have been a hockey player. And what we know about hockey players, it kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. Hot-headed, tough kind of like brute and have no problem saying or like blowing up. Right. Yeah. No, he, like they uh, throw he, their gloves down always. He's definitely one minute. He's like, listen, I'm just here. Love you guys. And next minute he's like, what you got to say? Yeah. I mean, he's yeah. Just, he, he, uh, he has back a short fuse for sure. Um, there's a couple conversations back and forth, but to get to the, the actual meat of the, of the episode, he ends up nominating Betty and Josh and you know, it, I don't necessarily hate those noms for him. He had promised Gino and JC Lynn they were going to be safe for the week. He has what he believes, uh, you know, a final three with, uh, or even if you want to call it like a final five, right? Yeah. With, uh, with Helena, with uh, with Kevin. I think those are his two strongest allies if we want to yeah. make it a three. So he's not going to put them up. So it makes sense. I'm going to put up Betty. I'm going to put up Josh. Uh, Betty is his target. He lets Josh know that. Yep. Obviously, Josh goes back and tells Betty. And we uh, see what happens after that. Yeah, Betty, Betty doesn't like that too much. So going into it, if Nam stay the same, uh, you're going to have more than likely, uh, I think, Josh going home, even though Marty wants Betty. Probably. But in Marty's mind, as long as the noms stay the same, one of them don't win veto, Betty's going to go home. So but we do get you to think th- Betty would go home because Kevin no. and Helena are in the ghost alliance with him? Yeah, no, I don't. I, I think I just I think, don't know where Summer would vote. She would be the rogue one. She would be the rogue vote, but I think you would end up having more than likely 
Helena, Kevin vote to keep Josh, mm-hmm. and then you would have Summer vote to evict Josh. Right. So it's two to one, and then you have Gino and JC Lynn. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what them. They're kind of hard to read. They go back yeah. and forth. But I feel like Josh and Gino have had some good conversations, and Betty has not had great conversations with JC Lynn or Gino. So I almost think they probably would vote to keep Josh, maybe. Yeah, totally. But we, we will never know, and we're going to get to why we'll never know very quickly. <laughs> yeah. So Veto Comp comes up. We didn't have to do this veto competition on our season, and I am so glad we didn't because I was dreading it. Just to be like, I have ADD, not, and I, I don't know if I could sit in a box for 100 minutes. What did you think of the veto? You're a pretty good competitor. Is this something you think you would excel at? I think I'm very similar to you. I think I would be easily distracted. I would lose track of what count I was on. Wait, how many How many do I have? And Kevin was doing a good job of it. I liked Kevin's strategy. He was like counting stuff out and then holding it on his finger. So right. the first thing I thought of as I was watching it was there was like these like it was like kind of like branches or like this like kind of grass. And I would have, every time I counted to a certain number, I would grab a piece and put it on my chest, grab a piece, put it on my chest. And I would have went that route because that's how I would have felt I would have been closest to, but my attention span is very similar to you. What, how you just described yours. I, I would have been lost. I would, I would have started thinking about like, Oh my, am I going to be on the block? Like, Big Brother does a great job of making your mind run at 100 miles a minute, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's why I don't think I would do well in a competition like that. No, I definitely wouldn't. But I did want to make a side note because I was watching the episode. It was late. I was dying when they kept cutting to Josh's reaction with the worms, the screaming. I'm not even going to try to replicate it, It's but it reminded me of you almost with like the, the screaming because it was like random and all of a sudden he was like, he was doing the, ah! you know, he was like, ah. yeah. <laughs> He was doing it just like that. But and it was you so, would make fun of me for that on 16. It was so genuine, bro. It was so genuine. He was like in so much fear. I was dying. I was absolutely dying. And then they had the families call in. You know, you're going to get the, the Which, tear drinking. You know that's going to distract you drastically. And Summer is just, I mean, I uh, to be 100% honest, Summer was someone that I really liked. She had fun DRs. Summer started to become a bit much for me. And so... Like, even in that one, I was like, is is she ever going to do anything? And the problem I had with, you know, when you're throwing a ton of competitions, right, is when do you know how to turn it on in the crunch time? Because Summer, we're at the end of the game. So Summer had to come to the realization, I need to start winning some comps. Exactly. And when you throw it a lot, I just don't know that you just, listen, it's not the same. And as two athletes who, like, we know how to compete, it's not the same when you're competing in these big brother competitions. You can't just turn it on unless you are getting in a routine of always being on. Yeah. And so I was always just like, Summer is just, she's just not there. Well, you know, you know what I said a few weeks ago and I stand behind it. I I don't think Summer was throwing as many comps as she wanted Canada to believe. And there's more evidence of that, that we're going to talk about tonight because I have notes of it where I think Summer might've been playing a character as opposed to being who she is on the show. And, and that was her words, uh, not mine. And we'll get into that again. No shade. I'm calling it how I see it. I don't care who they are. Um, so, uh, we get to the comp, you know, they had their, they had their whole veto. Uh, Betty ends up winning it. She only was off by like 40 seconds. It was ridiculous. Yeah, it was super kudos impressive. to her. And we give Betty a lot of shit, but we said, she's got to start winning some comps. Hey, credit where credit's due. You won the comp and that wasn't an easy comp to win. So hats off to you, Betty. If you're going to win this game, you got to have some comps under your belt. And, and, you know, conversely, when we talk about summer and, you know, oh, I'm a strong player. I've just been playing slow. Betty knows that it's crunch time. She had to win. She won. So there was a huge monkey wrench in Martin's uh, Marty's plan. You could see his facial reaction. He's like, well, this really sucks. So 
before we get to the whole gummy bear thing, because you and I have some personal experience with using candies. I'm Very sure personal. a lot of people were and thinking think of we us. And I we should dive into it because I feel like a lot of people gave Marty crap and then they gave Gino crap. And I have like very like important like points to make about that whole scenario because we had that play out on our season. We did. We did. We did it for a different reason. Right before we do, I just wanted your impression on the secret competition that they had uh, uh, Kevin do. We're late in the game. We don't have to go over it. He basically had to convince the house that he was going to self-evict. Do you see any ramifications from that? Do you see anything that could hurt his game? I initially, when I saw it on Twitter, I was like, oh, that's not good. But now I'm kind of, re- I saw your facial reaction to it. Uh, maybe, I don't think so. I think people took it no, all right. right. And and the reason why I say no is I, at first I was thinking the same thing. I was like, oh, wow, it gets a secret power. He just exposed that to the house. But what was the reward that came from it? It yeah, was nothing. a group thing. It yeah. was almost like something to just, and where he can definitely spin this. It's like, oh, they threw something at me. That's fun. It was me that was chosen, voted by, you know. Canada. Canada. The yep. only thing that can maybe hurt is like, why, why did Kevin get voted on that for that? Why? Like, it's like summer got voted to be kept safe. Why did Kevin get that vote? And that's how my brain would start racking it, but they ended up with a reward. So it's like, yeah, is that going to hurt him? The, really, the one think. big takeaway I took from the game where you can kind of get an insight into someone's brain. Josh really likes Kevin. He's Oof. really loyal to him. And that was some genuine, like some people are like, no, no, don't go Kevin. But like, yeah, right there, but, but, but go, but go. Yeah. Uh, and where Josh was like, literally, he was broken. He was yeah. like, I can't do this without you. So I thought that was a tell for Kevin where it's like, oh, this guy really has my back. And he proves that even more down the road. But why don't you dive into it? Explain the gummy bear thing, because I have some thoughts on it as well. I know people <clears> were probably <throat> thinking about us. When this came up, the candy thing. If you're thing. a BBUS person and you watch that, you've already seen this if you watch season 16. And so yeah, Martin we got a lot decides, of shit for it. Yeah. And and I, I assume Marty probably did on Twitter. I wasn't really following Arisa, Arisa it. Arissa was giving him a little bit about, you know, go, you know, resort into candy as well when he, when he got evicted. So yeah, dive into it. So Marty decides, okay, there's a five person alliance. Summer is safe for the week. Betty and Josh are on the block. Betty wins the HOX. The only replacement nom can be someone within his alliance. So Marty goes the route of, I don't want to show my cards and I'm going to put a gummy bear in for, so it was Helena, JC and Kevin. There were two yellow gummy bears and one red gummy bear. And he said, whoever grabs a red gummy bear goes on the block. He turns to Gino and says, do you want to put your gummy bear in? And Gino says, yes, I'm willing to do it. I trust the group. So the whole group does it. So there's three yellow gummy bears, one red gummy bear. Whoever pulls a red gummy bear goes on the block. So the thing about it that that Marty did, which I understand, right? Because we were in a similar situation. It was, how do you choose? How do you show nothing while yeah. still having to have that burden of being the HOH and having to nominate somebody? And it's bringing the group together. Seeing the loyalty, knowing, okay, we have the numbers. There's no reason to worry. Everybody kind of show how much you trust this group. The thing I don't like about it, and I know this from Marty, and I don't really know this because he never said it, is Marty, as because of what I've seen, is if anybody wasn't for it, Marty would have taken that as like a direct threat that you don't trust the group, you don't trust us, so I can't trust you, I'm putting you on the block. So it almost put everybody like on edge in that group because it's like, and that's why I feel like Gino put in on it because I feel like Gino was feeling that. He was like, well, if I back out now and I say no, then like I look like I don't trust the group, even though everything has pointed to Gino not having to trust this group. 
So I didn't love it on Marty's end because Marty is always, this is the thing that I don't love about Marty. I'm kind of going on a rant right now because Marty has been driving me crazy recently. Marty is all about like play to Canada. Look, look at the cameras and do this Canada, blah, blah, blah. I got that initially. It It's a crock of shit to me at this point. Marty <laughs> I just literally kinda, wrote Marky talking to camera. Stop it. Yeah. It, it's a crock of shit. He literally wants everybody to worry about what Canada thinks. And then he literally has gone back on it multiple times. He said early on in the week, and it, it made me roll my eyes constantly because it was like, oh, I'm going to take care of Gino. I need to prove it to Gino, 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 Gino. Every time you said that, you backstabbed this guy. And it, it's just so frustrating hearing Marty just kind of go over it and then want to play the nice guy and the victim. Like, I don't buy that shit. Like, I do think Marty is a nice guy outside of the house, but it's like, Play the game and stop trying to play the nice guy and also playing the game. He's trying to use Canada right? as a tool, like a fear tool, like a fear tool. Right? Like, like, what do you think of that? He, like, I think I he literally it. said, Canada, Canada, you saw this. You saw this. Like, nobody cares. Canada knows it's big brother. You can bounce checks, as the great Mike Boogie once said. So it's one of those things where Kevin's like, yeah, yeah, promise Kevin, whatever, uh, Canada, whatever you want. I don't care. I'm, I'm here to play the game. Let me let me run this at you real quick, though. I know I agree with your rationale as as to why Gino put his name in the hat. But at this point, there's so limited amount of players left. You you all you got to do is just survive a week or two, and you're in the final three. And I don't know how he didn't see it. I mean, he seems like a smart guy. He he, he's proven he's a smart guy. You have three people in the hat. Your only goal is to make sure that you and J.C. Lynn are safe for that week. So by you not being in that hat or being in the can, it's a 33% chance that J.C. Lynn is going to get picked. That's that's 33%, right? You have mm-hmm. Helena, Kevin, and JC Lynn. By you putting your name or your gummy bear in there, you just increase the odds of someone you don't want being on the block to 50%. And it's just it's it's simple math. It's like poker. Like you oh, play the odds. Bro, that is a brilliant, great call. I didn't even I, it took me a second to even register it. That's uh, of course. Because you're saying yeah. Gino and JC Lynn are two. So they're, that's they're 25, 25. Now it's 50. They're a tandem. Yes. You, him, her going on the block would be as bad as him going on the block. So his yes. fear is, I don't want JC Lynn or I to be on the block this week. I want it to be Helena or Kevin. So what's better odds? One person you care about with two people you don't or two people you care about and two people you don't. So you totally. just increase the it's chance by 20%. Point. And that's a big, I mean, it's a coin flip now. And so I know he was kind of caught up in the moment. And he wasn't prepared for it. So I get all that because he was probably like, dude, he looked at me. I immediately said, throw my name in. But if he would have had just 10 minutes to think about it, I would have hoped he would have said mathematically, this doesn't make sense. I I don't want JC Lynn to go home. But if I'm on the block, I'm definitely going home. And he knew yeah. that because the minute his gummy bear gets pulled and he has the red gummy bear, you can see it in JC Lynn's face. You can even see it in Gino's face. You can see it in everybody but Marty's face. Even Kevin and Helena, they all looked at the camera and did this, but every all four of them knew what was about to happen. Like Gino knew his game was over. I truly yeah. believe that. Like he he thought there was hope, but even his reaction immediately after, he knew his game was toast. Yeah. He's it going was, up it, against Josh. Josh is well liked. You're going home, bud. The thing is, is it I think so, because we were in this situation, so I know what it was like on the other end, because you were the HOH, you were like, I was. And, and you weren't delivering it like Marty, but you were on the other side of it. And I remember sitting there and it was me, Caleb, Christine, and Zach, us four, three of us had to go on the block. And I remember yeah. how much it bothered me, how Zach was like being all pissy about yep, it. Yep. He didn't want to do it. And so that's why I know from the other end. Maybe why Gino did it. And I think it bothers me more that Marty 
does all this talking, says all this stuff, wants everybody to talk to Canada, wants, you know, you know, my word is my word is my word to Canada. And everybody sees it's being said here on the cameras. And then you literally should have been like, I am, it doesn't matter what Gino says, I'm not putting his gummy bear in. If you want to stick to your word and you want to constantly talk to the cameras for Canada to see the kind of genuine guy that you are, Gino's name stays out, period. And so it bothered me more on Marty's end than it did on Gino's end. And I think that's what Emma was talking about when we did our Big Brother Canada versus Big Brother US. And he was like, I just want people to go in there and play. And I do feel like there would have been a repercussion for Gino because of how Marty is so imbalanced in his decisions because of his emotions that if Gino would have like been like, no, man, you promised me I'm not doing it. Marty would have taken that as selfish and just been like, I'm doing it. He, he uh, he's not have. faithful to the five. He's going to go home. I dude, I can't disagree with you. It's completely and so I don't possible. love Mar dude. Marty actually, it's not like I don't love. I, he drives me nuts now, yeah. and he is not going to have to anymore. Not to foreshadow. <laughs> we're, we're we're close to but, that. So, but it's like I just did that whole situation because I was on the other end of it where you were on the Marty side of it. But you and Frankie handled that perfectly. It was like, listen, I just didn't want to show my cards at that point. I wanted Donnie on the block, Which, but I had Team you? America. I had Team America. And but so why like, would you show your cards as the HOH? Like, if I thought Marty was doing it for the strategic reasons of Derek, which I know he is not. <laughs> yeah. And Frankie was HOH too, I think. We right. Was a double and, so, HOH, yeah. and Frankie's a st strategic player. So you he two is. had probably similar like thought patterns in that. I'm not trying to show my hand, which is yeah, obviously that's 100 percent what it was. There was a lot of people we were like, we don't know which way this is gonna go. If we pick two people, if we pick the three people, the one that we keep off, they're gonna know that that's the one we're closest with. And everybody on the outside can say whatever they want, and Arissa can say whatever she wants. But when you're in the house and you know how important it is to keep your cards close to your chest, I don't care if it comes down to gummy bears. Whether you mm -hmm. like it as a viewer or not, guess what? As a viewer, you go in the house and be horrible, the same as most like viewers that think they're gonna kill the game. Yeah, that is a very strategic play on urine that you did, I don't think Marty had the same strategic play. He was just trying to be the coach and yeah, the guy that's wrangling everybody Bro, it doesn't matter who like, goes up. Yeah. Listen, wrong. you were on the opposite end. I know you now and I know in that moment, I saw it in your face. You were pissed. You're like, it's coming down to this. Like, yeah. what the hell? I but didn't love you it, but knew, I got it. But you had no choice. It. You're like, Dude, I understood it. I can't say I can't, I'm not going to do it because that's going to ruin my game. So it was like, you had, what to, I you had to do it. will say is on the other end, I was pissed how it was happening, but I was like, if I was in Derek's position, <laughs> you got to do the same thing. You got to do, do the it. same thing. Because if you'd be like, yo, I'm taking you two, I'm putting you two on. But I like you guys just as much as him, even though I'm keeping him off. It's like, no, that's not true because you you, you care more about him going possibly going home. Right? And so exactly. it's, it was a no-brainer, but it didn't escape anyone. I put a quick note here. We don't have to dive into it too much. JC Lynn, Helena, have a quick conversation JC Lynn, who is impressing me more and more every day, by the way, way more. calls Helena right out. She's like, I don't, you're definitely like, Helena's not a good poker face. JC Lynn's like, you're not How making me feel that good conversation. Right now. Like that conversation. I was like, Helena, learn to like do a better job. No, Didn't it was so obvious. Like Helena, right. JC Lynn's like, you're definitely not making me, and you're ignoring me right now because I know you're bullshitting me. She was like, trying not to blow up on her because she needs her vote. But she's like, I know deep down you're you're lying to me right now. You're, you're not lying to my face. And we don't know when that conversation took place, whether it was like the night before, the That's day true. of. Like, That's we true. don't know, but it it seemed like so much had happened at that point that JC Lynn just knew this is this is done. I don't. It was done. They're flipping. But they did try. They have a conversation with Alina, uh, Marty. I'm sorry, Helena, Kevin. JC Lynn and Gino, the four of them in there. I thought it went pretty well. Was there anything else you think Gino could have added? There was one thing that I thought he could have added that might have helped. Maybe. So I, I don't 
I, I don't have anything that I thought he could have added because I, I didn't love that conversation when okay. they were in that bedroom. I just was like, Gino, you have nothing to promise them right now. You're on the block. And at that point it was like, listen, if you do this, like I thought the points that he made were pretty, were okay. But at that point it was like, you're literally begging or pleading to the people that should be keeping you safe just because you're an alliance. And if you don't trust them enough, like I was on the block against Zach. Was I pleading to our alliance ever when I was on the block? In you 16? really weren't, dude. You were like the coolest dude on the block. You were just it like, was yeah, like dude, whatever's meant to be, happen, whatever's happened. Yeah. Because what I what I came to the realization of when I go in the Big Brother house was I can sit you down one on one all I want. I could tell you the greatest points. Your mind is not made up by what I'm saying to you. Your mind is made <laughs> up by what the group is saying. That's true. And so why am I going to waste my time? It's and that's why I say relationships are way more important. Then alliances, then conversations, and like the strategic point you're making when you're pleading your case. It's yeah, like, look at Moose. If that right? was what it was, Moose would still be there. Exactly. And <laughs> so, like, when I was on the block that week, I was like, either they're going to choose to keep this nut job who is creating chaos, or they're going to keep me who's of sound mind. I've never crossed the alliance before, and I hope the relationships are deep enough. Dude, there was no way you were going home. I was working. Yeah, Double, triple I mean, overtime. Also, I trust you like my older brother looking Dude, out was, for his younger brother. That was one of the few points because I didn't know which way it was going to go. And I knew that you and Co uh, Beast Mode had a little bit of a thing with Amber. Not a huge thing, but that's all it takes sometimes. Yeah. Where I'm like, Frankie definitely sees Cody as a threat. If he gets yeah. into Beast Mode's head, Beast Mode feels yeah. bad about the idea that Cody kind of, Amber was more. I'm like, this cat could go home. And mm -hmm. I was working. That was one of the few points where I started to show my cards a little bit when it came to you. Because up to that point, we really hadn't had to. Because like Donnie was still in the house and Donnie could have went either way. Yeah, but like I Donnie knew Donnie was going to keep you. I yeah. knew he was going to keep you. I could see he really liked you. It was yeah. I was concerned about Frankie and yeah. Caleb flipping yeah. it and maybe yeah. doing something crazy. But we digress. I thought that Gino could have added in there, although I don't know if it would have made a difference. Like you don't threaten them, but you say, hey, guys, I want to go with you for it. I want to make a promise right now that if we stick to it. We'll vote for each other no matter what. But if we burn each other, we're not going to vote for that person no matter what. Oh, like, like you a, and I, um, like a jury management type like, thing. Like, like yeah, like you and you I burn me, did. you don't have my vote. Me and you told each other that. Like, hey, listen, yeah. if I go out because I get cut, fine. But if you burn me, I'm not voting for you. I don't care yeah. who you're sitting next to. Yeah. And I think there would have been a passive way of saying that because Kevin's trying to win, and so isn't Helena. So it's like unless you two are together, if one of you are sitting there next to a stone, I'm voting for the stone. Yeah. If you if you make this move right now because it's so shitty that I thought that was the one thing you could have added, although I don't think it would have swayed them. I don't No, they, Kevin made up his mind immediately when Marty. And that's why I think it the reflects minute, more on Marty. The it minute he pulled that gummy, but they showed a cut of Kevin laughing. Throw me nuts. So he's like, get I'm the done. replacement nominee and it's yep. Gino. It's Gino. Eviction night. Gino goes up. We get to eviction night. And obviously, like uh, JC Lynn should have been less surprised. Because I, I feel know. like she had the conversations to know it was coming. Marty's just like, hey, dude, nobody, like, you're going home. So. Yep. And so then we get to the vote because not a lot of conversations happen because we kind of skipped around. We bounced around a little bit. A lot of these conversations happen after Gino went on the block. So now we get to the eviction night. Yep. And the vote goes as we thought it would. Gino goes home. Four to one. Four to one. And then immediately they find out that it's going to be a triple eviction. I don't know how you feel about this triple eviction, but- I never had seen this before on Big Brother. The triple eviction where three are nominated and two go home, I thought was awesome. Yeah. 
Like, I yeah. thought it was awesome versus, okay, there's four competitions where there's an HOH veto, somebody gets evicted, similar to the All-Stars. Yep, eviction. similar to what you guys had, exactly. I thought this was so cool. So I wanted to ask you, is this how it always is for Big Brother Canada triple yeah. eviction? Yeah. Yeah, this is how it always is. Yeah, that's how I remember because it happened to Kevin Martin too. And it's like two out of three of the people are going home. And I think that was their little change up for the Canada version to make it so it's like you really don't want to be on the block during a triple eviction because you basically have a 66% chance of going home. Yeah. It's not very good. It's and not so very good. Let's get to the triple. Yeah, let's Gino get to goes it. home four to one and That's now we're right. in the triple eviction. Marty's face says it all. He knows he's yep. absolutely done. He knows yep. he's screwed. It's win outright or I'm going home. He knows yep. it. Yeah. So it, it we get to the triple eviction. The competition for the HOH was, I thought, awesome. And Jace... Uh, JC Lynn and Josh are like going hand in hand. They're just, they're, they're getting nothing wrong. And it came down to that final question. And it just showed how much like the two of them are really just like sticking it out. And it showed how much like JC Lynn was probably just on an Island constantly other than having Gino. Cause like she was super confident other than one question. Yeah. And that one question was the one that burned her. <laughs> and so was, Josh was wins close. the HOH right now. Yep. This was the HOH that I thought said a ton and should have said a ton to everybody in the house that you know remained in the house after the triple eviction. Kidding. So the nominees after Josh wins the HOH are Marty, JC, Lynn, and Summer. Fair enough. He has the final three with Helena and Kevin. And then he has this crazy relationship because he kind of has built this relationship with Betty. Like, oh, Marty is constantly targeting us. We need to stick together. Like That's us right. two are the ones I that thought are they were out. very close. What a big miscalculation that was on his part. But not even a choice. He didn't even have a choice. Well, Marty and JC Lynn, I understood. I mean, I don't know, but what did you think about the blow up with Summer? Because this is where I thought Summer, like, she's so bubbly and so happy in the DR and everything's all good. Dude, she blew up in that back room, which yeah. wasn't crazy. Not the craziest thing we've ever yeah. seen, but didn't sit well with yeah, her. Yeah, she... Uh... She wanted at Josh's throat. And, like, un understandably so. But yep. it's like... So my thing is, it, her like verbiage on it was, you told me last week, you lied to me. And it's like, like what what is up with anybody playing Big Brother and being that mad when somebody lies to you the previous week? He was on the block. Summer, he would have said anything. He, I would have sold you his left foot to stay in the house. <laughs> like, right. You're going to come at him and attack him on that. It was like, I was like, Summer, enough already. You've done nothing all game. That. <laughs> So that's how I felt in that moment because I was just like, enough, Summer. You've done nothing. Just like, yeah, we're just going to keep you the off block. the, we're just, you're just going to stay every week for no reason. Everybody's just like going to keep you for no reason. Like, <laughs> you're doing nothing. Like, and I, not, not to say anything about her social game. I don't know what her social game is because she's bubbly, she's fun. But like, at this point in the game, it's late. You're like bubbly, like, oh, I love Summer because she's such good energy. Doesn't mean anything to anybody. Everybody wants the people around them that are going to help them to get to $100,000. Right. So I thought it was a little, it was annoying, but also I'm just getting annoyed yeah. as we get further on because a lot of stuff is happening constantly. It's like a recurring theme. It's like enough well, you, already. You said miscalculation. Who would you have put up? Who would be your three no, if you're Josh? I mean, I said miscalculation, but there was nothing he could have done. He has his All final right. three with Josh and Nalina. It just was unfortunate that he had to replace somebody, but yeah, I, I, I just, I, I think I was saying miscalculation because I'm just, it's such a miscalculation and Betty hasn't. Well, not to get ahead. 
I don't want to get. But the thing about it is, that's what this triple eviction style does. It exposes you because you got to nominate three people right off the jump, and potentially four people if one of them win a veto. So that, like, if there's only seven, eight people left in the house at that point, what is there right now? Seven, seven people. Go through it real quick. Helena, Kevin, uh, Gino's already gone at this point. J.C. Lynn, Marty, Betty, and Summer. Six people. And then there's obviously Josh. Yes. So seven, seven yeah. people. So yes. he's nominating four out of six of the people eligible yeah. to be nominated. That's a big thing. That's a big deal. Yeah. So he has no choice. He nominates them. And it's like, I get it. He that I think it was the right move. So then we get to the veto. You can keep going with it. You're on a roll right now. Yeah. So JC Lynn is a beast. And I love how under pressure she constantly is winning competitions, which makes me very excited for how the end of this game is going to go. Right. Yep. Triple eviction is a lot. The next HOH, which is a spoiler. We'll get to that later. Um, but JC Lynn is doing a lot and now she's competing against. So what I want to say about this is JC Lynn has won a bunch of competitions. Everybody else that's left in the house now has not. Mm-hmm. So JC Lynn has won competitions under pressure. She's won it with her back against the wall. She's won it like when her game could end, which is the most pressure that you could have in the house. And so I love her odds going forward now after winning this veto. So she wins the veto and Josh has to nominate Betty. Right. And this I, should I, tell I, all to everybody that's left in the house. This should be now a tell the jigs all. up. Everyone should know Josh is clearly a lot closer with Helena and Kevin than you thought he was. Honestly, at this point, it would it's so blatantly obvious that those three have something to the end. That's yep. how it would ring to me. Like if I'm in that game, I'd be like, okay. You three are working together. You just had to nominate four of six, and those were the only two that didn't make it. Yeah. And and Helena's still yet to ever go on the block. Kevin's yeah. only been up, I think, once and right yeah. in the very beginning. So very obvious to me. What was interesting when they do the nom speech, and the reason why I caught my attention was Summer again. This is the second time now that she's done it. She stood up there and basically said, I don't care what y'all think. Yeah. I have nothing to say to you. I'm not wasting my time on you guys. The first time I thought she was trying to be funny like a Zach Rance, but she literally did it again. And it makes more sense after this because we do have the eviction mm-hmm. and it's basically unanimous yep. that Marty and Summer are going to go home. We can get into Marty in a second, but with Summer, didn't really want to talk to no one. Immediately when she knew that her TV time was over, she was done with the game, goes up the stairs and basically says, y'all see me on TV again. Don't have to be a genius to figure out what her motivation for was on being on the she show. She had no, she had didn't no care about Big Brother. She just wanted didn't an care about Big Brother. And I, and and it, and it, she was very like, I do think it's part of who she is. But now I feel my opinion that the character was a character that we were seeing in the DRs. Oh, hi, hi, Arissa. You look like it's all character. Mm-hmm. The DRs. It was all just to get Fake. more TV time. I don't know if it's real, man. Which I'll tell you this, and I'll give this piece of advice to anybody that wants to go on and try to play a character like that to plan to be on TV. You can't constantly play that character. Yeah. Because it's disingenuine. People see through it, and producers and executive producers are the ones doing all the casting to actually choose for future seasons are like, well, at what point do we not want this character? They they'd rather like people that are really loved for their like character if it's a little more genuine. Like right. this is who that person is. So I'm like, we I think now we have just, a better chance to see Marty. I have a think we have a better chance of seeing Marty again than her. Not because Marty's better TV or Moose, and not because they're better, but because they're genuine. Those characters yeah. that you saw with them, that's just who they are. Yeah, 
So the blow-ups, so, all the smooth talk and all that kind of stuff, that's who they are. So like, you know, if you bring them back, that's what you're going to get. Where if yeah. you bring Summer back, they're going to be like, well, she can be who this are time? we getting? Who are we getting? Yeah. What, what, what Summer are we getting? This time? So then she goes out and she puts back on the facade again. It was very weird to me. It was very weird. Like, I think she almost forgot that like, we're watching while you're leaving. Pissed. Oh, I was And like, pissed. you're being like, comp- you know, I don't mind you being upset that you're going home. That's cool. But like the last words on Big Brother Canada, when all these people have applied at home are, you'll see me on TV again. I have a feeling that didn't sit right with a lot of people. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm an anomaly. Maybe I'm just an outlier. But yeah. for me, knowing how many people auditioned to be on the show to play the game, I felt like she basically took her card out of her back pocket and said, well, I'm not playing anymore. So now I can tell you why I was actually here. Yeah. It was to get some TV time. So I wish the best for her. If her goal was to get uh, on TV and do future things, more power to you. Although I will tell you, statistically speaking, there's not a high probability of that. So yeah, it's it's not easy to just keep being a recurring person that nobody really knows what they're going to do. No, get you got to be a, you know, like you see like the Ikas and stuff that are always on. That's because that's who they are. Yes. Day or night, 24 seven. That's who they are. So, you know, we'll see the how recurring it works characters her. always stay. Like you look at who recurs on, on shows in the US, right? Like you have Casey, you have Josh, you have a lot of the people from the challenge. You have, you know, Jess and Cody Nixon went from Big Brother to to the amazing race. It's like Caleb went from Big Brother to Survivor. It's like people loved Caleb because like the person that he was in the house wasn't a character like this was Beast Mode Cowboy. That's who he is. And so when you're putting on that facade and then all of a sudden you show it like you know, Caleb sure may have had the- his reasons, right? Because Caleb would always be like, oh, imagine there's going to be like this truck. Yeah. And maybe we get an opportunity for this other thing. Yeah, Caleb, we're not getting any of that. But, you know, <laughs> think it if you want. But the genuine belief of it was sincere. Yeah, it really it was, was. sincere, right? So it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to get all these other shows. Like, yeah, no, I'm on TV now. Maybe I will. But like with Summer, it almost seems like it was calculated. Dude, I was just thrown off because usually you'll have a person, and I'm not going to name names, but there were people who've played characters on Big Brother. And they go out the door playing that character. And then months later, when you meet him in person or you see something on social media, you realize that that was a fake person in the house. What was weird to me with her was she played the character in the DR and when she was talking to Arissa. But when she got evicted, she went to this other person, told the house her real motive, her real Mm -hmm. agenda. And then as soon as she walked out, she was smiling and do it. I was like, this is weird. Yeah. Like you're still on. You're still the. Camera's still rolling some. Yeah. You've got to play it up for a little longer. So I was just taken aback by that. But that, for the most part, wrapped up the episode. I will say, with those three people, I think they made the right move based totally. on competition statistics so far in the season, where it's like Betty, up to this point, has only won a veto. You yeah. know, they feel like Summer has maybe a little bit more of a connection, or maybe it was because she was just being really rude to people. Yeah. I'm sure that didn't help when you're like, I don't care what you guys do. Do your yeah. thing. Sure, that played into it a little bit, but I thought Marty was definitely the right move, and I think Summer was the right move at yeah. that point. Yeah, I agree with you one hundred percent. So we finally get through the triple eviction, and I thought it was amazing. I loved watching it. It was good very TV. entertaining. A very entertaining week overall, right? Yes, it really was. Like it a was very a good, entertaining good week, week overall. It was a great week, and so we leave the show with the HOH competition coming up. So. We're going to talk about it a little bit. We're not going to go too deep in the weeds, but if you don't want to get the spoilers because we are following on, you know, we have the live feeds, we have Twitter. We'll see you next week. We appreciate you checking it out, but I have a feeling most of you guys are going to stay because who really Stick leaves? Around. Who Stick really around. leaves? So here's your, that was your warning. You're out now. Who wins? <laughs> who wins HOH? Go. Which this doesn't bode well for us, bro, but Betty wins HOH. And I can't wait to see what the HOH is because even in the triple 
I thought like, you know, the, the veto that Betty won, I thought it was great that she was able to keep her like head on straight. And it was like, it was amazing focus. Yeah. But it didn't make me seem like Betty was just going to win. It was almost like, okay, blind squirrel finds a nut once. (laughs) That was the thought process I had for it. I was like, okay, she, you know, you know, everybody gets lucky once. I'm eager to see what this HOH is because one, Betty started really, really impressing me because that HOH that she lost to Marty right before was brutal. Yeah. She held on until it was like, hold yourself up with only your arms. And obviously you knew that was going to go to Marty over Betty, which kind of made it annoying that they did that. Like stick it out. The producer should not have intervened like that and been like, hang out with your arms. Cause it's like, who do you think is going to win this producers? Like just leave the game alone. Let Betty stick up there. However long she can. And who who wants it more to go home? Yeah. But who wants it more now at that point, it kind of bothered me that they did that in the HOH. But so I loved Betty. You saw a lot of fight in her there. And so now I'm eager to see what this HOH was. Cause I might have my foot in my mouth again. I'm sure it has to be a decent one because they had the quick ones with the questions and stuff. So I'm, I'm assuming it was probably decent, but the, the initial thought from what we're gathering is, you know, obviously Betty did not like the fact that Josh nominated her over Helena and Kevin, which is tremendous for Kevin and Helena because there's these shots being fired over their heads, but they're not involved because they're just the innocent pawns that, you know, they're just the, there's just they're Switzerland. Here's so what the I initial, don't love about it. Well, I'll let yeah, you finish. I'm sorry. The, the initial thought, the initial thought is that Betty's more than likely going to nominate Josh and JC Lynn. That's yeah. Up till this recording, which is about eight o'clock on a, a Friday night, that's the vibe right now. Is that yeah. Betty's definitely nominating those two? And my thing is, if Chasey Lynn doesn't get in her ear, because like obviously Betty is not coming to the realization. Because I watched the video of Betty like pacing back and forth. She goes, Josh, blah blah blah. You, you know, Chasey Lynn's obviously going up. So now you're going up with her. And I was like, wait, Josh just nominated four people of six. The two mm-hmm. people that stayed off the block were Helena and Kevin. And you're going to nominate JC Lynn, who just lost Gino and is ostracized and an outcast and by herself. That's where it was like, I want to give credit to Betty for winning the game. But if she doesn't nominate Josh and Helena or Josh and Kevin, Betty is lost. Because anybody that, and I don't care just because we know on the outside, blah, 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 whatever. There's... There's stuff that you can look at in the house if you're locked into everything. And I know you would have picked up on it because you're one of the best to play the game, if not the best. You would have seen in a situation like that, my boy just got, or my person just got voted out. Two people stayed off the block of of six. If I win HOH, two of those three are going on the block. Like, don't like, and I know it could seem like hindsight 2020, we're on the outside, we're Monday morning quarterback, but tell me you wouldn't pick up on that. No, I would have definitely picked up on the fact that they're sitting there sitting pretty and it's been it's been a few different things. Now, it was all it would also be Josh bawling his eyes out when Kevin was about to go home. All this would start to click. Right. Where it's like, "Oh, there's something there." And I got to do the math real quick, but I'm pretty sure this is checkmate because you have Josh and JC if they go on the block. Let's say Josh wins veto. That means Helena or Kevin go up. Let's just say Helena for the sake of this. Josh and Kevin can keep her. So JC Lynn goes home. Oh yeah, right? JC Lynn's going JC on Lynn, wins veto. If JC Lynn wins veto, right, mm-hmm. then Helena or Kevin are going on the block. Right. And then more than likely, I think that JC Lynn will probably vote to keep Josh at that point because Kevin and Helena burned. But Gino. it's gonna go to a tiebreaker. And so do you think Betty votes out Josh and plays emotional? Or Betty 
folks out. Kevin and plays strategic. Did you just ask? Did you just ask me if Betty will play emotional? Yeah, right. Like I mean, Betty is just emotional, and I feel like her nominations, if it's Josh and JC Lynn, are just so emotional and not strategic. But I also want to put this on JC Lynn because if JC Lynn doesn't have the awareness to notice either and pitch that to Betty, then she deserves to be on the block the same as everybody else. It's a great point, but. I don't know if that's going to happen. It seems like Betty's pretty stuck in her waist. So more than likely, you're going to have a situation where it's going to be Betty, Helena, Kevin, mm-hmm. and Josh or JC. And I would I would venture to say JC JC Lynn doesn't win the veto. She's going home. Yeah. So you could have the three person alliance, the crash test dummies against Betty, and Betty can't play in the next HOH. Yeah. So 100 percent, Betty has to win the veto or she's going home. And then you're going to have that final three, and it's going to be interesting because. I know we're basing it some at some level off competition, but I don't know point, how the jury's we... going to react to these three if they get there. So somebody made a really good point to me, uh, Kay, and she said she was like, "Do you think like how do you think people are going to vote? Like, do you think you know everybody's going to vote for you know Kevin?" And I was like, mm. "I don't know." He's going to have to break down his game very quickly because it's not been obvious what he's been doing. We know what he's right? been doing. But how is he going to break that down in two minutes to a jury that kind of looks at him as like a pawn? Like they don't look at him as the mastermind at all. Unless in the jury house, I I haven't seen it where they're thinking like Kevin's the mastermind behind everything. Kind of like the jury came to the conclusion on my season with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where they were like, oh, Derek's Derek's playing us off. Yeah, but the seeds were all planted. Like is Kevin planting the seeds or do they feel like everybody was following scared because Marty was in there. Now Marty's gone. So it's like, well, who is really the one running it? Yeah, it's. I it could get Kevin's um, goodbye message to Gino, which is where I think he did plant a good seed. He said, Gino, I love you, but it was too good of an opportunity. Once you went on the block, I knew I had to do this, so I had to get the numbers to vote you out. And he almost took responsibility for it. It's a great point. I told you, yep, it's a great point. So I w- it's his jury, his jury messages are going to be huge now. And he did. You're right. He owned it. And I think that's because he's going to own it in his final speech. Because I do think Kevin gets there. Um, obviously a lot of game left to play, but I think Kevin, I think it's going to be Kevin this year. I don't see yeah. how it wouldn't be. Cause if he's sitting in the final two next to anyone, I think he wins. Although I will say Josh is very liked. Yeah. So could he pull out a dub and be an emotional? Yeah. And how many wins does Josh have at this point? He only has one HOH. One HOH. Does he have a veto? I don't think he does. He they no. Were he's one. H- he's one. He's won HOH before, hasn't he? Before no, the triple, he was like very, very close. I remember the one time he was like up there to win it, and then I think Kyle won it. it was week three. Okay, so he's only got one HOH. When Kevin has no HOH wins, Helena has no HOH wins. So yeah, I mean it's going to be interesting. Be it's going to you're going to have a season where it's not like how this can dominant you figure. How yeah. do you talk it out? Fascinating stuff, man. Anything else to add? I mean, we no. kind of covered it all. No, thank you guys. If you guys have made it to this point, give us a thumbs up in the comments. Uh, we really do appreciate it because, you know, I, I gave something in the last one. If you get to the end of the video, there's a lot of cheese in the comments. There's a lot of cheese there, in the comments. Cheese. We love that. And so make sure if you're getting to the end of these videos from the bottom of our hearts, we appreciate it so, so much. And if you're here, please help us grow. Help us bring in this, this family and grow this family a little bit more. So share it with a friend that you think may not be watching it um, because we really appreciate everybody that sticks it out. And we know... There's a bunch of you that stick it out all the way to the end. And from the bottom of our hearts, we love you for that. And we really do appreciate it. Couldn't agree with you more. Love you guys. We appreciate it. Thank you for joining us here on the Winner Circle. We will see you next week.